Welcome to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I'm your host and coach, Lauren Malone, and I'm here to help you become the hero of your own story and learn to be a guide to others. Whether you're a life coach in any niche or you want to become one, or you're just listening in so you can self-coach to lead your own life well, this podcast is here to serve you. I'm super excited to walk with you into your calling and help you create a wonderful legacy for your life. So let's jump in to today's episode. Hey there, friends. I've got people in the Facebook group who obviously want to be in there and get tools and resources for coaching. And I've honestly, I'm just going to be straight up with you. It's hard to figure out (laughs) what to put in the podcast that was really not visual, obviously. I'm just, you have an audio version of a tool or a resource or a strategy and what to put in to the Facebook group and how to tie them together. And I'm still figuring that out, where to give what information, how to offer resources, and tie it into the Facebook group for the Christian Life Coach Collective. It's it's a Facebook group that you can, obviously you can go in and join if you're interested in all things life coaching. And as we're building that community, as we're all kind of coming together and um, learning from one another, sewing into each other, asking questions, getting feedback. I want to give you guys tools and resources, but I'm just figuring out what is the best way? How do you want to get them? Do you want to listen to them on the podcast and also be able to download something over there in the Facebook group? That might be a good idea. I'm, I'm happy if you would go into the Facebook group, go join today, and then put it into there. How would it best serve you? How can I best serve you through the podcast, through the Facebook group, so that you can get the kinds of things you want and need? Because honestly, when you're an entrepreneur and you're doing all of the things and you're doing them all, a solopreneur, doing them all yourself, you have so many different places to be able to create content and pour things out. For me, I have all of these different areas. So this is a little bit of uh, coaching business information if this is helpful to you, if it's not something that you're interested in, you just want to know this exercise, this tool, hold on a second. And let me do this little aside for coaches. Ultimately, I have my podcast to create content for. I have clients to use tools for and use tools with and and teach and coach through. I have an email list And mostly that's updates about the episodes and some things here and there. And I have the Facebook group. And then I have my courses, my trainings. So determining where does all your content go? How does it go from one place and seamlessly flow into another and yet not give so much away that the people who actually pay for something feel that you just gave it away for free, but they paid for it? So it's kind of taking something and building, but I want to, I really, my heart is to over-serve you in every way possible, and I'm still trying to figure out the best way to do that. So please go over to the Facebook group. It's CLCC Facebook group, Christian Life Coach Collective, and go in there and tell me what would best serve you. How can I over-serve you? What would you like to hear? What would you like to see? What would you like to have tangibly? 
and how would you like to have your hands on it? So I'm, you can also go to the website, sterlingandstonementoring.com and click on the podcast and scroll down there and actually put it into a question to send me or comment like, hey, you asked, this is my answer, or ask a question that I can answer here on the podcast directly to you and let everybody benefit from it. Please do that. I would love, love, love your interest and my ability to grow in how I can give you, my listeners, what you need. So that's essentially, I'm not here to, I'm not here really just to talk to myself. I'm here for you and I want to know what I can do for you. So uh, today, because I know coaches and even people who aren't coaches would really love to have tangible tools, I want to talk to you about what I call the circle tool. This is taught in multiple ways in other books, other coaches, other teachers. This is my version, okay? And we're going to talk about things that you have control over and things you don't have control over, essentially. And what do you do with that? So your circumstances are anything that concern you, but you don't have any any control over them, okay? They are just facts. You They don't have judgment. They don't have description. There's no opinion or feelings attached. A circumstance is just fact, okay? And you are concerned about it. It's some place is playing a role in your life, but you don't have any control over it. You can't influence it. The state of the country's finances, the most recent natural disaster, which is always the worst one yet at this point, the actions of your grown children, the actions of your not grown children, (laughs) sorry, teenagers, (laughs) hashtag love my teenagers, Um, the lack of products on the shelves at the grocery store that you specifically need, how slow the internet is today, whatever, your focus on these things only leads you to feel helpless and frustrated, and those emotions do nothing to actually better your situation. So your circle of influence is made up of the things within your control, within your influence ability, right? If you're operating reactively, you end up with your focus on the circumstances, the circle of circumstance. But if you operate creatively, you actually become proactive and you put your focus on the sphere of influence and make wise decisions about what you'll do with what you have available to you. What you can control is you. Nobody else can control you and you cannot control them. I know it's a huge myth <laughs> that we can actually control other people. But ultimately, you wouldn't want anybody to control your beliefs and thoughts and emotions and actions. So you have to recognize you cannot control anybody else's beliefs, thoughts, emotions, and actions. This is yours, right? Your paradigm, your perspective, your personality. Ultimately, your soul is only within your control, right? And nobody else has that. So that is what you definitely can influence. And you should always start there with managing your thought life and leading yourself well, then let that flow into taking action that really influences external circumstances, right? So when your focus is on concerns and circumstances, you have less influence. True influence only stems from actual focus and true action not thinking about something, ignoring something, denying something, worrying about something. That is not influence. 
that um, that's going to keep you stuck. And your paradigm of beliefs and thoughts, as well as your emotions, actions, and the results you create are all within your control and influence. When you focus here, you move into a creative realm and you can see truth and possibility and you're more open to what could be. So you become really more inspired and innovative. When you stay stuck in the circumstances you're concerned with, you leave the ability to hope and create and be encouraged behind. It leaves you feeling powerless. It leaves you feeling helpless, hopeless. And honestly, learned helplessness is a real thing. You learned somewhere along the way, maybe from somebody's that influenced your life, to be helpless. And that's not helping you. <laughs> but the good news is that you can learn to do something different with your focus and actually make changes that bring amazing results, right? So when your focus is on what you can influence, your influence grows even healthier. It grows bigger. It grows wiser. So let's talk about a situation we've all found ourselves in at one point or another. Let's say you normally shop at a store that has a lot of self-checkout areas and it's clean and it's bright and the people are so, so friendly, right? And you love how quick it is to just grab the couple of things you need and get out quick without standing in a long line of people with full grocery carts. But today, you're in a different area of town, right? The store you're in is older, uh, the floor is not so shiny, and there's only three self-checkouts. And there's a line going down the aisle to get to one of those three self-checkouts. But you're in a hurry. And the only other place to go is the, to the two open lanes that are, both have two or three people with full carts in them. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Stand in a line of nine people that are all just checking out once or twice. But you know that those people, just because they only have three items, or maybe they have 10 items in their cart, you know that they're not as quick as you. And who knows, like, are, are they going to need an ID check? Are they going to need to remove that item? Is the paper going to run out and somebody have to wait for somebody? You don't, you have no idea what's going to happen that, that self-checkout lane. And you know what I'm talking about, right? So you can stand in the line that's surely going to move faster, let's hope, and continue to self-checkout. But while you're standing there, your mind goes down one of two different paths of focus. Now, focus number one is to complain in your mind and maybe out your mouth, stop it right now, about the checkout system here, how it stinks, how this place needs to be in the 21st century sometime this year, how you'll never come back to shop here because it's simply unfair <laughs> to you, right? That's really what you're thinking. How the store obviously doesn't have good management because they can only have two cashiers working, or maybe people hate working here because of the management, or maybe the world just doesn't have enough people willing to work with excellence, then your face starts to contort a little bit, right? And you start getting that angry 11 in between your two eyebrows. And all the joy you felt this morning at church during that amazing worship set, did I forgot to mention, this is your post-church run on the way to a barbecue, and you only needed that 12-pack of limoncello LaCroix to take with you. Okay. That's, that's what you're doing here. And you've lost all the good feelings of being headed to your friend's house whom you haven't seen for weeks. You know, the day outside is beautiful, but instead of enjoying the drive there with the window down, the sun on your face, the music turned up, you're stuck in here with a bunch of other people harumphing in line around you, 
So you're all miserable together because none of you know how to manage your minds well and let joy supersede your circumstance. In the kingdom, joy supersedes your circumstances. You just have to decide if you're going to think about that, if you're going to give it any kind of focus, if you're going to remember the truth, right? Or if you're going to be led by circumstance and give it your focus and energy. So when you get to the party, the first six people you see get to hear about your complaining of all that was out of your control at the store. And still, you thought you deserved control, so you got frustrated and offended, and now you're changing the atmosphere around you to a less than joyful atmosphere, right? Or focus number two is you choose to do what's considered respectful of you. You stand in line with some patience and a little bit of self-control, and you decide that your thought life is within your control, so you actually spend time thinking about the joys of the day, the time ahead of you the way you can bless people around you. Maybe you turn into the woman behind you and you compliment her earrings to make her feel good today, right? Maybe you play peekaboo with the baby in the cart ahead of you. Or you talk to the man in front of you and say like, wow, hey, what's that in your cart? I've never tried those before. How are they? And you lighten the light up for him, right? Maybe things got a little bit lighter because you're a nice person and he was cranky about the line too, but you're making a difference for him right? Um, Maybe you take this time as an opportunity to ask God for some prophetic word for your friend who's holding the barbecue. You want to know like, hey, God, could you just give me an encouraging word for my friend in this season? It's been hard. And I just want to tell her what you think about her, what you have for her. Or maybe you can use this downtime to shoot a couple people a text, some heart emojis or encouragement, or maybe just a little I'm thinking about you. I'm a Bitmoji girl. So I have the Bitmoji app and I send, I love it because I can actually make my own little character say what I want it to say to anybody. (laughs) And I have a lot of fun with it. So I encourage you. It's B-I-T-M-O-J-I. Yeah. Anyway, you can change your clothes, put on fun lipstick, whatever. Anyway, the next thing that you know, you've already checked out, you're in the car, The window's down, the sun's on your face, the music's turned up, and you're on your way to a party. You have a great attitude, and when you get there, everybody's happy you showed up, because not because you finally got the LaCroix (laughs) there, because you're changing the atmosphere around you, bringing hope and truth, and you're lighthearted, and you bring joy, because you're at a party. And who cares that it took an extra four minutes in line? This didn't change anything right? Now, this tool isn't about positivity or manifesting anything or higher vibrations, okay? (laughs) This is actual self-leadership. It's being aware of what you have control of and what you don't and deciding what to focus on so you can do good for yourself instead of harm yourself. So looking at circumstances out of your control is not helpful if you give it long-term focus. If it's raining, but you were planning on going for a run, you have the the ability to decide what you're going to focus on. If you're going to focus on the rain, your thoughts are going to lead you to disappointment or being upset. That doesn't help you. Even if you're in the habit of allowing yourself to wallow in your disappointment or your justification, and you believe that actually makes you feel better to stay there, but truly you have to ask ask yourself, 
does staying stuck in that to justify yourself, is it actually helping you? Are you actually feeling better? Is it creating fruit? Is it helping change the atmosphere around you? Does it bring the gospel? Does it bring the kingdom of heaven to earth? Are you partnering with the kingdom? Are you doing God's will? Are you even just doing what you really want to do? Or are you just not managing your thoughts enough to actually pull yourself into the correct focus that's going to help you? You can decide to focus on what you control and influence. You have choices here. And if you'll just take a minute and discover them, you'll actually find the influence you have over your decisions and your attitude. You could focus on your options, which might be something like go running later or exercise inside or wear a raincoat and some different shoes. I would say, I think an option is go get soaked and enjoy the rain on your face for once because how often do you actually choose to do that? Yes, you know that you're going to have to throw the clothes in the washing machine ASAP and you're going to have to jump in the shower, but is that really so terrible? Listen, when you come back from running, you're smelly and you need to wash those clothes and take a shower anyway. Why not be soaked in the rain and have a great time? Why ruin it? (laughs) So that's not for everybody. I understand it. So are you stuck on what is unfair in your life? Because if your focus is on whatever you call unfair, you're going to get, you're going to just stay stuck there. So if your focus can shift to whatever you can actually do something about, you're going to grow. You're going to find hope. You're going to find more joy. And it's really within your reach if you'll choose to accept it. And just one caveat, if you choose not to accept that it's within your reach, you are not changing the truth or the reality that it is within your reach. You're still able to make that choice. You're just not willing. And that's something that it's important to take ownership and responsibility for. That is a choice you've made. So here's the exercise you can do for yourself and for your clients if you're a coach. I use this circle tool along with the pearl practice that I talk about in um, episode six. I also teach extensively on it inside of the greenhouse course with my coaches. So what you do is you take a circle, take a piece of paper, draw a circle within a circle, two circles, okay? On the outer one, you write circumstance. On the inner circle, write influence. And then list inside the outer circle whatever you're concerned with that are merely circumstances outside of your control and influence. And then ask yourself if you truly cannot do anything about them to affect change. If you can't, then keep them in the circle of circumstance. Then inside the inner circle, list the things that you're concerned about that you can control and or influence, okay? So this inner circle of influence is made up of things, specifically your beliefs and thoughts, emotions, and actions, and your results that those things lead to. Then I want you to make a list of things that you can actually do to affect change in these areas within the inner circle of influence. So here's some questions that you can ask yourself or you can ask your client. How can you take just one step towards influencing or making a change in this area of focus? How can you bring balance to the area that is out of balance, out of alignment, out of focus? 
How can you be part of the solution? How could you pray and speak life over this area? How can you help the other people involved with this? There's all types of questions that you could ask yourself to say, how do I take a step towards actually influencing the things within my ability to control or influence them? Remember that actually affecting change inside of your own belief system and thought process so that you can affect change in the emotions and actions and results that you get, that is first and foremost the the primary way that you can influence your own life. And a big part of your process is recognizing how many ways you really do have influence, but you're just not taking action in these areas. So consider how you really could do something, but because your habit is to not do something, you've actually begun to believe that you don't have any control or influence. However, it might be time to step up to the plate and discover what you're really truly capable of and responsible for influencing and bringing change to, okay? I also suggest looking at your outer circle of circumstance and see if you've listed people there. You know, have you actually put, I cannot control this person. They, um, the things they do, is it, those are circumstances. Or have you listed people inside of your circle of influence? And honestly, are you thinking that you can control other people? You know, you can, you can help others. You can serve them. You can use words and actions to encourage or influence or whatever but you have no control over them. And any belief that you do have control, which I would say is likely a hidden belief system most of us are suppressing because we don't want to believe it or acknowledge it about ourselves, that's actually causing you more stress rather than helping you function and take action and responsibility or grow and gain anything. If you believe down underneath all of it that you can actually control other people, you need to do some belief work and consider why you think you have any control over them. If you had control over them, it means they have control over you. And by the way, they have the ability to create circumstances you don't have any control over, but they do not actually have the ability to change, affect, um, and control what you think, what you feel, and believe and what you do that is only inside of your circle of influence they can do things and you can make decisions to be affected by them all right i hope that you find this circle tool helpful and i know that you can contextualize this to any niche any client simply by adjusting your questions to the topic and focus on hand And I also recommend that you do this exercise with the circumstances surrounding your dreams and your callings since we just wrapped up that series here on the podcast. If you've been listening to the past several episodes, we've been talking about how to determine what you dream of, discover what you're called to, and I would say take all of those things that you've come up with in in those exercises through those episodes. Consider each one of them as a focus for this particular exercise. 
So the way you do that is in the outer circle of circumstances, you're going to put anything that you can't control or influence that is affecting or you believe affects your dreams and callings. And then in the inner circle, you're going to write down the things that you can influence around that affects your dreams and callings. And then you're going to write down steps to actually taking action and influencing the areas you can have control and influence over. And then really moving into what is in your heart so you can live more wholeheartedly in pursuit of your true goals. All right. Well, that wraps up. I hope you've enjoyed this tool. And I also wanted to tell you, if you go to sterlingandstonementoring.com, if you're a coach or you want to be one, check out the Coach's Mistake Evasion Manual that I um, I have on there. It's going to give you a list of 32 things to avoid doing along with what you can do. So it's solution oriented. And if you're starting or growing a coaching practice or a business, then I hope that this can be really beneficial to you. All right. Until next time, remember you're chosen and dearly loved by a God who designed you to be intentional and full of the fruits of the spirit. All right. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. And I would love it if you could leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast and tell me what you're loving about it. It helps other people who are looking for transformation and change and growth in their lives find me. And if you want to learn about becoming a coach with any of your superpowers, head over to sterlingandstonementoring.com and check out the greenhouse course. See you there.